Good morning, Daf Kufchaf on the Continuing with the with the Shulchan Aruch we started yesterday in Reishayin Zayin at the beginning there. Yesterday we saw the, uh, the Shulchan Aruch went through the Shita of Rashi, right? Which is that uh, if you've got a nair behind the door, you can't open the door because we're worried about the wind from outside. That's the way they understand Rashi, the wind from outside, which will come and put out the put out the light. Um, so. The one, one kula which we saw is if a person if a person opened the door very carefully, such that the wind will not be stirred up by the door. In other words, a, a thing of air will not be stirred up by the door, and it's not windy outside at the, at the moment. There's no wind blowing on the outside. Then you would be able to open the door, right? The Morgan Aram doesn't agree with that. He says even if it's not if it's not uh, blowing outside, but at any moment. It could be, and you wouldn't necessarily be any the wiser. So he's not happy with that. But since there are Mekilim, so the Mishnah Bura says, and the Mekilim only disagree with the Mishnah Bura because they don't agree with that. They say, if it's not windy, it's not windy. But they say, but what about the door? The door creating that, that airflow, um, as understood by, based on the Rivoch. So that's why the Mishnah Bura says, if it's been come out of the you don't have to stay stuck in, inside your house. Wait for it to be calm outside. And then open the window, uh, open the door very gently, and then you'd be able to uh, go out. Um, closing the door, closing the door, the remote, the remote said, brought from the Chumash uh, but it's clear from others as well. According to Rashi, there's no problem to close the door because, on the contrary, you're stopping the wind coming in. Yeah, there's no machabe, there's no mabe, so there's no reason to um, to say that a person cannot do that. And in fact, that is the sort of the basis, really, that, that Rav Shlomo Zalman uses. I mean, possibly for other things as well. But that's why he says, if you've got a time clock and it's set to go off, the, the lights will go off at 10 o'clock and you move out a couple more, a couple more so it'll go off at 10.30. Yeah, he wants to liken it to this. Yeah? Yes? What's the connection between <laughs> Well, think about it. It's like, so to speak, the, the wind is going to put it out at 10 o'clock, so you close the door. Give it a bit more protection and it'll last the wind until 10.30. Is there wind currently blowing? Can you close the door? Yeah, it could be there's wind currently blowing. Which case? With uh, closing the door. Allows you to close the door. Yeah, of course, even if the wind's blow. There's no question of muksa. There is no question of muksa in terms of what? Of the oh, that's, that's some object based on muksa. I mean, but again, you see it from his perspective, he says, and even if there's muksa, what muksa is it? Kishma after 
So the Serech Kufa, the Serech Mukhamir, you're allowed to use it. You're allowed to move it. So he doesn't see there should be any problem with Moksa. Yeah? Because you see, you're, you may be thinking, hold on a second, why is this not like adding fuel to give an extra half hour of burning? But it's not, because you're not adding any extra fuel. The fuel is there the whole time. The electricity is flowing the whole time. All that's going to happen is, at 10 o'clock, there's something which is going to trip the circuit, and it'll, the lights will go out, because the circuit has been broken. It's not sharp because the fuel has run out. Fuel's still there. So in which case, what am I doing? I'm closing the door. Stopping something, putting it out. That's what I'm doing. I, I, I would personally liken it if you want. I think the way, the way we've likened it in the past, I think we also wanted to say it should, should be allowed, is imagine you've got a fire burning and you set up, even better before, effectively it's before Shabbos has been set up, but you've set up rows of, of kalim with water. And on Shabbos you come along and you just move them a little bit further away. That's all you're doing. Correct? Fire's burning. It's not going to run out of fuel. But you've set up a system that something at a certain time will just put it out. So you've just moved those, the water a little bit further away. I would have thought it's even more direct. That, should, that shouldn't be an issue. Lemaisa, halacha lemaisa, Rishnam Zalman still advised his Talmudim not to, not to do it. That, that, that is brought in, I think, in Rosh Shabbos. Lemaisa, his, uh, I think, I don't know, here, we mentioned this in the past that Rishnam Zalman advised Lemaisa, don't, don't touch the time clock. Yeah, even though, strictly speaking, he believes it should be Mota, based on this. Um, he said, still, Lamaisa person shouldn't do it. Um, but yes, there are those who disagree completely with that. Ramosha Feinstein, Rabbi Yashiv, they hold um, that it's much like a Malacha Gemurah. And the vault being, that I know the way, the way Rabbi Yashiv looks at it is, he says, since it's made for that purpose, that's what a time clock is made for. So in which case, that's not a grovel. That's a mycebiodine. You're using it for extinguishing fire. It's made to put out in a, in a uh, causative way, if you want. The whole vault of grovel is because I'm not doing it in the most direct fashion. I'm not doing it in the normal fashion. But if you're using something that it's made for that, then that is the normal use. That is considered you extinguishing. It's just an extended extinguishing. Yeah? Which very, very possibly would, would uh, according to, if you look at it like that, all these, these uh, Groma switches, Rabbi Yashir may not agree with. Because if they're made, they're made from the very start for that, and that is, when you press it, that is Beodine, that's not Groma. Okay? Um, again, there may be other objections, but that's that's the that's the theory. But as I said, the, the option I get out to us is Rishlam Zalman, right? Based based on on, on this circuit. Fine. So that's Rashi. Yeah, so is the door is made for going in and going out for security. Correct. Not, not for putting the light not for putting the, exactly not putting the fire you know fire. To burn or not to burn. Yeah. So in which case, that's why you can say it's grommel and all of that, but it's uh, 
Okay? So that's, that, that's Rashi. But as we said, the Shulchan Aruch is going to bring all three shittas because, like the Torah, is not sure which one is the most uh, correct. And especially as they don't really de- necessarily disagree with one another in Din. It's just how to explain the Gemara. So then the Machaba continues and he says, the If the Nair is fixed to the wall, which is behind the door, also it's forbidden to open the door, or to close it. This time even to close it, in the normal fashion. Yeah? Um, which means... Yeah. So you can't, you can't open or close it. Now notice he did say, even to close it. So the Akronim say, hold on a second, why, why should it be a problem to close it? I mean, this is all brought in the Meshavah. Grah... Why should it be a problem to close it? So the Prima Godum says, I mean, I'll show you a little bit, is because, I think somebody mentioned this for the other day, is as you close the door, if you do it in the normal fashion, as it goes crash closed, there's vibrations in the wall, and that will cause the, obviously it may depend on what your walls are made of, but that will cause the nair to, it's actually, I think, more the oil to move around in the nair. And the oil moving around in there is obviously is going to be mechaber or mother. Yeah, is that good? If the, the, the lamp's attached to the wall. Yeah. This shot of the of the rabbi nechalal. So. So it's also to open or to close, but most say therefore the nala is love dafka, but there is a way of explaining with the nala as well. So the reason being, and we're worried maybe the door will crash into it, will bang into it, and it will extinguish it. But you are allowed to open and close it just very carefully, because then you will crash into the nair and you will put out the fire. That is the Peshat of the Rabbeinu Hanan. Yeah? Finally, we come to the last Peshat, and that is the Peshat of the Tosfos, the Re. If the Nair is fixed to the door itself, that the opening and the closing of the door, will make the shaman go near to the Nair, in other words, he'll draw the oil closer or further away from the, the flame, the wick. Also, the Paschal it's forbidden to open or close it. Yeah? I, that's not my commandment, but it's secretion. So what happens if I do it very carefully? Would that be mutter? No, it's if you do it very carefully, it's not a situation. It's attached to the door. You're moving the door. You're moving the, the uh, hole. Yeah, so you do it very, very carefully in such a way that it won't move, the, the, the oil won't start. And seemingly, in other words, we don't have to start uh, attaching a, uh, what, what do you call it, a... Oh, God, you, can't, you know, there's uh, things to, to measure 
movements of earthquakes and things like that, right? I don't know what they're called. Um, then, in other words, to see if there is a very slight movement, it, we, we, it seems we don't work with that on Shabbos, right? You work by what you, what you can perceive. Yeah. Right? I'm sure, yes, from a scientific standpoint, there is some sort of movement there, but it's... Uh, so the suck is, if you move it carefully, then... Um, I mean, there are dissenting opinions. There are dissenting opinions, but that's that's something Mr. Burrow goes with. Um, in such a way, that it's not a secretion, then it will be muta. And as for muksa, as we already discussed, there's no problem with muksa because the door is mishamish the bias. Right, it's bottled to the house and not to the ne. Right. Um, now, just a few points. Number one. Number one, you will find in Hilchas Chanukah, that's where the other shit, I think we just mentioned it very briefly, there is a shit which disagrees with the re. Now, no, you, if, if you, you can open and close the door, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah? Um, and the, the beer in that shit is because that shit holds, it's not psikresha that the oil will move. Okay? Another possibility the Gon says over there is because it could be that shit of holes like the Oroch. Oh, talking about Hanukkah on the weekday. Hanukkah on Shabbos, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the weekday you can care less. Oh, that's yeah, sorry, I should have said that. Right? So the, the, the Gon says over there is uh, another spore for that, for that shit is it could be the holes like the Oroch. And therefore, even if it is psikration, the, the oil will move around. But it's psikration to the Nichalin. No reason for you that you'd want it to do that. But the Maisa, we, 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 we don't go with that shit. I think, I think we, we mentioned this already just very briefly when we were doing the Tosas. The Maisa, we, we, we don't go, we go with the Shulchan as it says here. If the Nair is attached to the door, if you open it in the normal fashion, it's Psikration. Okay? Um, and also, if it's below Nikhala, it's still the sponsor to the phone. Correct. That's that's what I'm saying. The shit over there, the Gon says, holds by the Oroch, that is Mutta. But we, exactly. We don't go with that. What about just, again, a few Nukudas they, they bring down here is, if you've got, this is very, very Nagea, a person's got Muksa items on the back of the door, do you have to move them before Shabbos? In other words, the net being there, it's, it's a shadow muksa, we said. No, no problem with muksa. Why? Because the door is not bottled to the net, it's bottled to the house. Isn't it? Considered total on the outside. Oh. So, which case is muksa or also? So, that you, you you need to go in and out. Of the, you don't not expected to uh, rearrange your all your items on Shabbos because you need to uh, go through the door. <laughs> so in other words, it's, yeah, that, that's that, that, that's basically the point. The, the point is that this you'll find that the, in in our Shabbos they say that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman said you're not you, you you don't have to start removing items from the door. The door's not a bosses, and therefore he said it feels so nothing to worry about. They say it, 
In our Shabbos Sefer, Rabbi Yash, it says, ideally, Hayores de Bar Hashem, we'll remove them before Shabbos. But if it's going to be a big tichel to do that, then you're not machir to do it. Well, you run the risk that you're going to bump into these items and uh, we said, not so gone. <laughs> you might be in a worse position. Unless you've got a, a, a nice size house where you can store these things. <laughs> okay. Each, each uh, judge of the situation. He's saying, in other words, he's, he's, he's masking, it's not a, it's not a chiyuk, but one can better, better to do so. Um, I think that's yeah. That's I'm fact, sorry. The the the, the remote just has, has a closing, closing comment as well. He says with a wax candle, however, you'd be able to open and close the door, even though it's fixed to the door because it's not. There's no question of the oil. That's right, there's no question of the oil. Uh, are we talking about either when it's alight? Sorry? Are you talking about the wax candle that's burning? Yes, yes. You're not worried that the, the flame might be affected? Obviously, if, uh, as, as Mr. Burroughs says, if there's a chashash that it'll actually go out, but then obviously it's not going to make a difference what it is. The interesting point is, because somebody raised this the other day, uh, I did notice they bring that, um, was it here? Yes, it is here. Rabin Tzian Abba Shol in Erdet Tzian, he says our wax candles would, uh, are, like, are like oil. Would you do, as you see, as they're burning... There is a little pool of oil that's right. at the top, yeah? He says, because they're thick, because they're thick, that's why you get it. Those big white ones. If you get the very thin, um, um, the oil drips down the side. Huh? There <laughs> is thin candles, the oil is produced, but it's, it drips down. Right, so in which case, it's, it's, not, it's not gathering in a pool. So that's that's uh, that's the way he looks at it. Okay, so somebody did raise that the other day, and that's what he holds. The only thing is, I, I'm I may be wrong, but I'm I'm not sure. The whole thing of it moving away and towards. Is that that it sort of breaks, sort of, you ask that to my boy, and the oil moves away, and if it's sort of, it's detached from the wick, if you see what I mean. When, when it's running quite low, so if it moves away, you end up with like a break in the, call it the, the collection of oil. Yeah, and if, if that is true, you won't get that with a wax candle. But it could be that's not true, it could be it's got nothing to do with that. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean the the Taz holds going, going back to the I mean, which we didn't go with with opening the door. He does say because I mean we, I think I think Doctor Friday asked this is when you open the door, even if you do it gently, there will be a movement of oil. Sick creation as well, but the mice we don't take on of that because it's just, it's that that is definitely what the, 
the way the way the Tars understood it, which the Shalatina says we don't go with. Yeah. What exactly we're arguing is whether there's a difference of understanding what exactly the movements of oil which is problematic could be that's part of the argument. Okay, but as I can only tell, tell you what Rubin Tsiyanabashal says, he says our wax handles are more problematic. The next halach in Shulchan Aruch is the other piece that we did. But before doing that, if we take a look at the Tosus. So I don't think we did the Tosus yet. The Gemara said that if you've got a, you've got a door, right, the door opposite the Madura, so you've got here, you've got your fire burning, and you open the door, yeah, so the Rav Yoda said, no problem on Shabbos. So Abaye said, yes, it is a problem. Why? Because it's going to, the wind which is going to come in is going to stoke up the bonfire. Correct? So he said, what are they arguing about? If it's about a Ruach Metziah, it's just a normal wind outside, that's not going to stoke up any fire. So why does Abaye get so excited about that? And if we're talking about a Ruach Shehidah Metziah, so it's a strong wind, well then, why was Rabbi Yoda muttered to start with? So we answered that, you know what we're talking about, eh? Ruach Metziah. Ruach And the Shailah is whether with Gezer, if we allow that, the person will come to do the same, even with the Ruach Shehina Metziah. Yeah? Correct? And we pass on like a bayad, it's forbidden, and that was the basis for the Mogin Avraham in Tov Kofi. The other thing is, wherever it is, that he says that in the previous case, which we've just been, uh, we've just been discussing, so in Rashi's Peshat, you can't open the door, because worried about the wind outside, so what if the wind's not blowing at all at the, t- at the time? So Mogin Avraham says, doesn't matter. You see from here that we don't rely on people's judgments of wind. Yeah, I'll just say there's a big difference. There's a difference between a Ruach Metziah, Kenegad Ruach Shehina Metziah, and no wind against a, a, a wind. Yeah? But that's the basis he has, it's, it's based on this. So Tosus says, Masova Gosrin on it. A little Tosus here. So Abaye holds, we do make a Gazela. Hilkov, therefore, Tzorich Lizaya, one needs to be careful, Shalei Lifter Chazeles Madura, not to open the door before the bonfire. Even with the Ruach Metziah. Because Abaye is cursed against it. David Basra, and he's later in the Rabbi Yehud, and therefore the Arachal goes like Abaye. But the Tosis just adds one condition. And these words are, Only if the bonfire is a little bit close to the door. If it's nowhere near the door, then you don't have to start, worried. You don't have to start worrying about, well, if we allow in this case, then maybe when there's a super strong wind or something, it could go all the way through the house. That you don't have to start getting carried away. Yeah? So it's got to be that the bonfire is a little bit near to the door. Yeah? Well, that's strange thing. Nobody would have a fire near a door. Well, I don't know. But nowadays, obviously, the thermostats, this could be more like here than you think. Yeah. yeah Where to position your thermostat? Yeah. So the um, so the psak of Shulchan Aruch goes like this, like Tosh says, you pass like a bayi. So also lifter hadelas, it's forbidden to open a door. Kenega da madura opposite the fire, she kareva ketsas el hadelas, like Tosh that it's a little bit clear uh, near to the door. The afidu in shomer a ruach mitzvah, even if right now only a normal wind is blowing. Avol imo yafasuach kenega, but if it was open. The door was open opposite the fire. Motila Sagra, you can close the door, like we've said before. And there's no problem of Machaba. Yeah? Is that clear? 
So you'd think that the shayla of our central heating and the likes, lechora should only be a, uh, should only be a shayla of opening the door, not closing the door, at least to limit the shayla a little bit. Yeah, the heating's on now. Well, you're saying, well, what's really keeping it going is the cold wind which is coming from outside. And if I close the door, yeah, it'll go out quicker. So that that's not that doesn't seem to be an issue. Yeah. But in terms of opening the door, I'm just thinking, you know, you think it should be a problem, right? But maybe that's only if the thermostat is near the door. You've got the thermostat hanging right by the, by the door, so the minute you open it, well, any wind which, well, I don't know, any wind, but a significant wind would activate it. Yeah? Should be a... Problem, but if you're, if you're going to make the two cases exactly the same, you'd have to be say you'd have to have a case where the heating is already on. Correct. So the wind coming in is what's going to stoke up the fire, i.e., is going to make because the cold wind now it's going to have to work for extra heating or something like that. And if well, soft basically, but you can put your hand on the radiator. I don't know if you're. No, you're you're outside coming in. Oh, I see. Yes, we'll be a soft door for somebody else to come in. You could be on the inside opening the door for a knock on the door, a visitor. Then you've got a problem. <laughs> Tell him you have to hold on. Uh, <laughs> well, again, you see, if the thermostat is nowhere near, the, is not near the door, then according to this, it wouldn't seem there's a problem. If the heating is not actually on, so now the shida is of the wind coming in and putting it on, yeah? It's not quite the same as the case of the Gomorrah. Yeah? If it's going to be straight away, then, you know, as the wind comes in, and whoops, that's it, then yeah, that would seem to be a problem, based on what the Gomorrah is saying. Then you wouldn't want the thermostat too near to the door. But if it's not direct, all that's going to happen is the wind will come in and gradually the temperature will drop. Because re- remember, if you, when, when your heating is on and you've set it to I don't know, 21 degrees, your thermostat, yeah? So what happens? It, it's not shut that the heating... The, the, in other words, the, there's a little bit of a, of a, call it a buffer. Yeah? It, it's not shut that it gets you to 21 degrees, cuts out. Right? And then a second later, because the heating's gone off, within a minute, whatever, it goes down 0.1 of a degree, it comes back on. It doesn't do that. There's a little bit of a, of a buffer. You can hear that when you click it. If you move the thermostat, you can hear it doing that. It doesn't, it doesn't come on and off at the same time. That's right. In other words, let's say if it's gonna, if it clicks off at 21 degrees, it'll come back on when it drops to maybe 20 degrees or something like that. Correct? So if the heating has just been on and now it goes off, so when you open the door, yes, there'll be, a, there'll be a surge of cold wind, but that cold wind won't necessarily, won't necessarily be enough to immediately do anything. Correct? So in which case, that's going to be grom. Okay, Akshani, whatever you want to look at that. Yeah? I mean, the fact that it's an indirect process doesn't make it into a parashen, you know. Whereas with, with, with the wind and the, and, the, and the actual fire, it's, it directly affects the fire. 
Whereas here it affects a thermostat which causes some, you know, there's a chain between uh, the wind coming in and the actual heating coming on in the boiler. You could also, you could possibly, yeah, but yeah, but that is so to be, that's like the bottom of it, sort of, and it could be. Too much uh, link is too, is too. uh, Yeah, but I would have thought that's pretty direct. It's pretty direct. It's more direct linkage. So you just you completed the circuit. That's all you're doing. The thermostat just completes the circuit, and it all goes. Is that is it because of binyan of the circuit or because of the? No, no, no. no. Well, according to the Chazan Asher, you already have binyan. You already have a shadow bonus. It's very direct. But uh, but that, that's we will run out of time. But that, that's that, that's what we'll Bezal Hashem will have a look at tomorrow. Fridges as well as also we'll, we'll touch on that totally as well. Okay. Right.